All right, Sunday pour. We are back. Second show of the week. Uh, it's the only show where you get two cousins just get together, have a drink, maybe more. Sometimes we overserve ourselves, and uh, just uh, say whatever the fuck pops into our brain. Um, gotta be honest, I've had it with June. I'm ready. For, I'm, re- I'm ready for the fourth. <laughs> All right, enough, enough with this month. Um, so without further ado, before I go off course and stare this ship where none of us want to go, they bring in my co-host, my cousin, what's up? What are you drinking? I almost forgot the one scripted part. What are you drinking? <laughs> hey, how's it going, man? Uh, tonight, I just, uh, just put myself a Campari. I, have, you know, I got this little after-dinner drink, a little Italian after-dinner drink. Uh, a couple of those do, does me right sometimes. Uh, have uh, one of those bad boys for me right now. What do you got? Uh, just a glass of wine. I started about an hour ago and just kept it going. Nice, nice. Well, Man, so June, June, you're treating June like February, or is it just because this is like still extended February that June was just an extension of where we were when, yeah, this, whole, when this whole fucking thing started? I think that's part of it. June is always uh, – well, I've never been a huge summer guy, so June and August have always been those months I feel like they just drag on, and then you got the fourth, which is the, which is the month – Okay. All right. You know, yeah, I, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I'm just, I'm just ready. Even though, uh, and there's some suspect uh, weather for, uh, this weekend. It's supposed to be a rain out. I was looking forward to the beach for once. Uh, so I've just had it. Shit, when's it supposed to rain? It's supposed to rain on Saturday? I think it's supposed to rain Saturday, Sunday. God damn it. Yeah. Gotta go. Yeah. And there's been a fucking drought. I mean, there's been a drought. We haven't had rain in what feels like two months, and it's going to course it's gonna come back and wipe out the weekend i got a i got a tea time with uh some loyal listeners of ours man on Uh-oh. sunday that's that'd be disappointing yeah i don't know if i gets washed out i can, I can give you an up-to-date uh where are you teeing off that i want to make sure it's as accurate as possible 8 uh 8 10 a.m no where though in wallingford Uh-oh. wallingford ct wallingford, connecticut weather all right yeah give us that uh that al roker <laughs> uh, oh, that's what's happening. Here. That's what's happening here, neck of the woods. Oh, well, actually, Sunday. Uh, yeah, I think you'll be good. Nice. There you I go. Think, there. I think you're not looking in that afternoon thunderstorms, and it might rain overnight. No, I think you'll be good actually Sunday. Morning. There it is. There's the kiss of death. Yeah, bring your hey, for to, hey, to, to the people I'm playing with. Bring your fucking umbrellas on Sunday. <laughs> yeah, right. you're, you heard it here, right? Uh, finally, we got and we got some good news too. I mean, I mean, who knows what the fuck's gonna happen? But you know, for we have something to celebrate today for the first time. We had planned to do a Yankee mm-hmm. uh, episode today, talking about uh, kind of picking up where we did, where we left off a couple months ago with the uh, Yankee games that we remember and fond memories uh, of uh, Yankee games past. But with the news this week, we got to kind of just jump right into. This this baseball news, we're gonna have a season, and I'm not gonna I'm not gonna be this one of these people that's going eh, half a season or yeah, it's a fucking season, all right. Season's yeah. happening, all right. It is what it's not even half, but that's besides the point. You gotta you gotta play the hand you're dealt, man. It's a tough, exactly. tough situation. Yeah, it's exactly exactly right, man. I don't give a shit. Bring it on. Let's go. Let's get let's get some baseball being played. And right. in a hundred a hundred and fifty years of this fucking sport, you're gonna have an outlier like this occasionally. 
Just fucking just embrace it. Yeah, and we Let's talked cons- we talked about 80, 1981 on the show. Yeah, about how fucked up it was. Like they had uh, yeah, the two seasons in one, and the, there's champ like a and like somebody who had the best overall record didn't make the playoffs because they didn't win the division either year. Yeah, or whatever, either uh, half whatever, or whatever either half. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so we have we have seen goofy shit happen before. Mm-hmm. I mean, we weren't around for it, so maybe you'd have to talk to somebody who was. You know, diehard fan back then, but I mean, the 1981 Dodgers are recognized just like every other champ. I love it. Bring on, go- bring on the goofy shit, man. Bring it yeah. on. I did I actually had... uh, this one day this week. I don't know, yesterday, Wednesday, two, whatever it was. I did have a few minutes before work, like 20 minutes when I was ready, and I did put on some Korean baseball. Nice. It's not bad. No, it's it, you know it's different, but you know, like Carl Ravage and uh, Eduardo <laughs> Perez, maybe. I think the so. Yeah. They were doing they, the call from like their living room. Yeah, and they show. It's weird when they show them like, uh, yeah, in, in like their basements or something, calling it. Yeah, I didn't realize. I thought at first they were there, and I was like, they really flew them over here to do these <laughs> games. But no, <laughs> it, it, yeah, it's, all right, it's all right. Just set up shop in South Korea. Yeah, I don't, yeah, I was a little thrown off by that, and I was like, oh, it makes better sense. He's like, if I was so, calling Ravage to write a book about that, it'd be great. Yeah. <laughs> uh. So yeah, I mean, I, I, yeah, you know, what do you think? What do you think about baseball without fans? And I mean, you're not used to. It was watching. it was a very small sample size, so I can't. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it was, it was. I don't know. It was different, but it, you know, the game's still the same. The game is the game. That's yep. <laughs> the wire. The game is the game. <laughs> um, it, it's going to be different. It's. I don't know. I'm, it's going to have to. I'm going to have to see it over here because. Korean baseball is so out of my realm, anyways. That it's not like I have, uh, you know, a lot of a lot of those games under my belt where I'm used to it. Yeah, there's no frame of reference. Yeah, I think once the season gets going, though, barring anything, you know, where guys test positive and we got to stop the season, as long as we go full steam ahead and get the season in, I think I think you're just gonna get used to it. I, I really, do. yeah, it's gonna um, be weird. It's, not, it's gonna be weird. I don't. I'm not gonna say it's gonna be. Uh, you're not going to notice the fans not there, but I think once you get going, it's just you're going to you know live with it and uh, become accustomed to it. It's going to be yeah, it's going to take a couple of games. You, well, it'll be fine though. It's going like, to like just like you said, it's going to be weird for a minute, and then it's going to be let's go full steam ahead. I uh, <clears throat> I am looking forward to just like you may hear a little chatter, kind of like that kind of shit. You know, you hear more sounds of the game. That's kind of cool. You're gonna have to hey, mic somebody up, you know. Get get somebody on the mic. Let's see, let's hear stuff going on the field. Whatever. I, just get as goofy get as goofy as you can, man. Just fucking put the pedal down to the metal, and just fucking go as weird as you can get. You're already doing it. You got DHs in both leagues. Yeah. You got this fucking the weird thing with the guy starting with the, the softball rules that, and, and that, extra I innings. Hate, I hate, hate that. it. I'd hate rather it. I'd rather have ties. I hate it. Yeah, but I mean, you know what? You're gonna do it. Do it now. You know what? Yeah, it's, it's, I know. It's it's at the point I wonder, where are they gonna do it in the will they do it in the postseason too? Ugh, I, I, I hope that's why I hope they don't do it. It'd be like football where you, you're not gonna right the overtime rules change a little bit. It's like college football, which those overtime rules are terrible. No, but I'm saying like come playoff time is gonna be like football where they change oh. the, the, the overtime rules to kind of accommodate what's going on. Right, right, right. Okay. So yeah. I hope I would hope that would be the case. It, rem- of, it reminds me of I just thought of this on the fly just when you brought up football. It reminds me of the college football overtime rule, though. Yeah, where they just kind of 
keep Frances, Francesa always goes in on that about how it turns into a gimmick in overtime. Oh yeah, it, over betters must love it though. Oh, it's oh, it's beautiful. That's what you never take the under in uh, college football. Never. I mean, I got some stories about those, but uh, that's for, that's, a, that's a podcast for another day. Um, yeah, but oh, the runner on second. I don't even like it in softball, man. <laughs> to be honest with you, like, I can't believe we're doing this at the highest level now. Yeah, that's bad. That's I mean, in, especially in softball, when you hit the shit, you should be hitting the shit out of the ball. You know, like it's a lot easier to score runs. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I don't know. It's just I guess it's about protecting arms and length of games. Is that all it is? That's probably it. Yeah, that's probably it. And they figure we could sneak More it in so. here on a sixty-game season when people are just dying for baseball and won't really complain. They could get away. They could go with anything. Yeah, absolutely. They could yeah. get away with anything that they want to right now. Oh, one thing I do like. One of the rule changes I do like is uh, if a game gets suspended, like in the third or fourth inning, or whenever yeah. it gets suspended, fifth, sixth. Yeah. Uh, it instead of uh, in the past, I guess they would they would have to start over. They're just gonna pick it up where they left off. Oh, nice! All right. And I didn't look into specifically this rule. I wonder if it's after you know how it's an official game after five innings. Right. I'm, right. I'm not sure if they're still gonna have it where oh, all right, six innings have been played. This team was up four to two. It's over. I'm I'm not sure if they're gonna pick it up where it left off if it's like the sixth or seventh inning. They should. They'll probably just have – they're, they're going to not want to make up any games, man. If, if the game's over, if the game has to end, they're going to just end it, I think. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I, I would rather them – yeah, I, I always hated that rule, like an official game after five. Like, I don't know. I feel like – I've seen too many games, like where it's two to one after the yeah. fifth inning and the rain comes. I mean, when it benefits you, fuck it, you don't care. Yeah, <laughs> but, but when it goes against when it goes against you, it's like yeah, game could come back to bite you. Yeah, I, th- I think just get the games in is the is the goal. You know, yeah. I, if it if it's a if it's a six in a game, it's a six in a game. Yeah, I'm just I'm just wondering if that rule applies to only games that are before the fifth inning, or if it applies to uh, you know after the yeah, fifth inning. I'm just I'm not sure. Well, you know, it might be easier to make up games, but they're going to be asking these guys to play a lot of baseball. That's, it is going to be easier start, to make up games because you're playing all playing teams that are teams. close yeah. by. Yeah. yeah. Which I, I had come up with before I knew that we were going to reach a deal this quickly. I had come <laughs> up with like a similar <laughs> we? Uh, system. <laughs> we were going to reach a deal? Yeah, I I didn't think we were going to have a deal by then, so I came up with like a system on my own, and it was similar to what MLB actually came up with. Uh, I was going to have the divisions. See, I thought they were going to rework the divisions. Remember when it when it was uh, like early, like a month oh, ago, yeah, or two, yeah, they were going to do three divisions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I rework, I retooled the divisions, thinking that they were going to do that, and I had like the Yankees, the Mets. Uh, the Red Sox, the Phillies, Orioles, and Nats all in the same division, those six teams. Yeah. And I was going to make it where they all had to play each other, only each other. And yeah, exactly, the reason you had to retool the divisions, too, is because there's five teams in each division. So you had to do even number. Sure. In order, if everyone's going to play each other. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, not to get too in debt. There wasn't a perfect system. There was, some, there was like one division that was a little out of whack in terms of travel. But then with, I was going to have five divisions of six teams, top five divisions, advance to the playoffs, advance to the LDS. Oh. Mm-hmm. 
And then, so you have five teams left, right? Five wild card teams because 10 yep. teams make the playoffs. Yep. I was going to make the top wild card spot get into the LDS. So that way you have something to, you know, shoot for. You want to be the top wild card because you get kind of a buy. Right. Yep. And then you have four teams left. You do two wild card teams. They you do. do seven out. versus the 10 seed, eight versus the nine seed. If the 10 seed wins, they automatically play the one seed, kind of like how hockey used to reseed. Yep. Lowest seed yep. versus highest seed. That'd yep. be game one. And then game two, the eight versus the nine seed. That's a good system. That's a good system. Yeah. And yeah. One, one more on top of this, just to show you how in-depth I got, I was going to make it so the two wild card teams that advance in the playing games got a little bit of a penalty in the top two seeds uh, who won their divisions, you know, one and two seeds, they would get all the home games uh, in the LDS. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I mean, yeah. especially the like now where you, you want to do as little traveling as possible. Yeah, but I got to be oh, honest, I really didn't have a problem with what MLB did. I was like, I was ready to come on the air and just like crush whatever MLB <laughs> did, but I really don't have a problem with what they did. I like how they did, they did it where, you know, they're not going to have to travel too much. Uh, they basically did it where I, I had like the, you know, the Mets and the Yankees in the same division. They're going to have, you know, the, the, the East play each other, the Central, the West. I think that makes sense. I think that was probably the best way to do it if you're going to keep the same divisions. Yeah, I don't know just overall if it was the best setup just because they're still traveling and I feel like there's, there's such big groups going from place to place. I don't I don't know. I mean, I don't know what could be better, but I, I don't know if the bubble situation was the best idea or something like that. I think it's tough having them travel even if it's, you know, New York to Atlanta. I think it's uh or I guess it's Toronto to Atlanta or Toronto to Florida is right the furthest, right? That you would go. Toronto um, to Florida, yeah. So, like, I, yeah, I just don't know if that's – I don't know if there's a better way to do it. I don't know if Bubble was the best way to go about it. It's t- I mean, it's tough to just put it, that many people in one place, you know, for that for that long. Basically, you know, for two months, essentially, three and then three months with playoffs. Um, but, you know, you're going to have them in their home stadium. So, I guess that's, that's a little better. I, I was kind of interested to see teams playing in a neutral site and just seeing like game after game after game and what like fucking Diamondback Stadium. Oh, kind of like a uh, like a March Madness feel. Yeah, I mean, it'll just day after day though. Like it'll be for just for two months. Yeah, you put on the TV and it's fucking it's Ra- Rangers and Astros in in Arizona. Yeah, and they will. They, yeah, <laughs> they would have had to have. They would have had to have multiple locations for that though. Oh yeah, no, for yeah. sure. I don't. I, I don't know. I just don't know if it'd be better or worse. I, I, I'm not sure. Anybody knows what's the best situation. And like we said before, in regards to COVID, as long as you kind of take care of yourself, that's the best. The best you can do, man. You know, we're all in the same boat. These yeah. guys are a little bit, little more unique of uh, occupation than the rest of us, but. You know, you're going to get out there at some point. Now's the time. Just, yeah. uh, you know, do the best you can. Yeah, I'm curious to see what they do with the fans because I think Manfred said he was leaving it up to the states, basically, to decide. Oh, wow. Oh. I, I, I could have read that wrong. I think that's what he said. And I mean, that'll be interesting because if it's left up to the states, we've seen that. And speaking of goofy shit, I mean, there's they, they've made some uh, curious decisions, you know, down south. So it could be. I mean, I know it's spiking down there, but I mean, up here, I, I don't want to be cautiously optimistic, but I don't see why. I'm not saying you let fifty thousand people in Yankee Stadium. I'm not saying that. Yeah. yeah. But like I said, on, uh, I think it was last show or two shows ago. 
I don't see why you couldn't have like maybe a couple thousand, one, yeah, one two spread thousand. Them, spread them out, give them a hot dog. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I, I don't know. I don't think they're going to do that. I think they're going to probably just end up doing no fans <laughs> everywhere. It's just something to think about. I think it could work. After nothing, I'm kind of used to seeing like a half empty Yankee Stadium and nobody in those seats behind home plate. Yeah. And just being like super extra quiet when they should be fucking loud. I'm used to that Yankee Stadium, so I wouldn't, wouldn't be that much away from the norm. Yeah. You got a couple thousand in there uh, <laughs> with absolutely zero energy. Yeah. So. And, I, and I'm hoping they do some weirder start times too, like some more day games. Even though I'm at work mm. and I'm still going to work, I don't mind uh, listening Radio, bring yeah, absolutely. I don't I need think, uh, you know, I don't need eight, seven, eight o'clock. I think, I think I also read somewhere that they were gonna kind of do, uh, or well, not earlier starts, but because of the who we're playing this year, it's it's gonna be all like seven o'clock. Not got to worry about any West Coast trips. Oh, you have to, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's you know what I I read something today, um, Sports Illustrated, Jimmy Trana, credit where credits due. I don't yeah. like that fucking guy, but this was a great idea on his part. He mm-hmm. just said, why not just make, make the MLB package free this year? You know, the fans have kind of gotten – I mean, baseball is doing the best Wait, they could. Wait, say that again. Do what? Give MLB the package. Give it for free to fans this year. Oh, yeah. Just give the be, package away. Yeah. I mean, they we should, are, man. You're trying to you're, yeah, you're hang I, out to every fan you can. Absolutely. You can, man. Now is the time. Everybody's dying for it. If you give out for free, everybody's going to sign up for it. If ba- as soon as baseball comes back, just get it out for free. You know, I get it for free through T-Mobile every year as a T- T-Mobile subscriber. Mm. Every year, there's just it comes with a subscription, and you get. I just sign up for fucking. It's it's amazing. And then I'll just uh, Sunday afternoon, I could put on fucking any game any game I want. There's a million yeah. games on Sunday afternoon. Any game I want, it's great. Apparently, Jimmy Trania Jimmy Trania's uh, <laughs> account got suspended on Twitter. So I don't know. So maybe that was. Uh, Manfred's doing, or I just tried <laughs> to go to his page and I couldn't find it. Really? Hey, sometimes, yeah. he, sometimes he's like a little bit. Uh, I don't know. He's like curse or anything, but he, he gets a little political. Oh, that'll that'll do it. But it's not like <laughs> he's not like overly. He's not overly bad when it comes to that. No, I got him. Oh. He's here. He tweeted fifty-five minutes ago. My mind is. Oh, complete- I spelled his name. Well, My mind on. has been completely blown. Just learned from the latest Talking Sopranos podcast episode that Jerry Stiller was initially supposed to play Hesh. Oh, I did. <laughs> I did hear. We, did we talk about that on the show? I think, no? when, I think when Jerry Stiller died, it might have, it might have come up. I, I think I did read that after Jerry Stiller died. Yeah, I actually listened to the pilot of that podcast. Any good, those two guys? That's got to be, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, I liked it. It was uh, they're definitely like feeling each other out, kind of like relate to that. I guess starting a podcast, you know, kind of stepping over each other sometimes, you know. Um, no, but, I don't. <laughs> but uh, no, I, I I thought it was good. You know, it's it's cool because I mean they have such they had a front row seat for it, so obviously they're gonna know more than the average fan. They just come up with all these different. You know, it's quirks. a good. It's a good. Uh, it's a good tandem, I think, because like like you mentioned. At some point, Bacala, I'm going to call him by their fucking Sopranos yeah. names. Bacala is like a talker. Oh, yeah. And, uh, and, and uh, Christopher Imperoli, he's, uh, I mean, he's, he's a, not a Hollywood guy, but he's a movie guy, like to his core. Mm-hmm. So he, he has like a lot of that inside information that, you know, he, he wrote 
I don't know if you wrote Sopranos. You directed. Um, yeah, he did a little bit. Yeah. So like you know, so he he got he's got all that kind of inside baseball shit that you know that you could add to that kind of podcast. So yeah, he's yeah, like Imperioli is like he's like an encyclopedia man. Like when they bring up uh, all the actors on the show, he'll tell you, oh yeah, you know, uh, they bring up Artie Bucco. He's like, yeah, John Johnny V. You know, I went to acting school <laughs> with him when he was seventeen. The Lee Strasberg, and you know, he was in this indie film in '95, directed by this guy. <laughs> Like he's like an encyclopedia. No matter who they talk about, he's bringing up. Like he's a, you tell he's like a movie, like real cinema guy, movie yeah. buff. Yeah. Whereas you know, Bacala is just like you know the guy you know down the street. Like you know, he's like your everyman, just like Guido. You know, like he's yeah, he's just like your next door neighbor kind of kind of dude. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's a good yeah. good good duo. Should yeah, I, I should yeah. check that out. Yeah. Yeah, like I'm gonna, I'm gonna stick with it. I don't know if I'm gonna like watch the episode. I. Before they talk about I've, it, but I've seen I've seen those yeah. episodes so many times. I don't need to do it like alongside yeah. of it. And they don't really do it. They talk a little. In the, I've only listened to one episode. I'm already acting like I've listened. <laughs> but uh, like in they they do the the pilot. Obviously, the pilot of Sopranos and their pilot of the podcast. And uh, yeah. you know they don't just they don't just stick to talking about the actual episode like they and, you know they go off topic they might bring up something that happened in season you know three or four which is gonna happen i mean if you're listening yeah. to that show you would think you've been through the series yeah i'm not i'm not you shouldn't be looking for spoilers or watching out for spoilers it's, it's gonna come it's gonna <laughs> yeah i think they said that too they brought up something that happened i forget might have been something from like the final episode yeah. <laughs> um, funny, yeah. funny thing about uh, they said about a funny uh, joke on set was mm-hmm. uh, they said Gandolfini used to do it all the time, but everyone on set used to always give the "How's your rash?" So they would just walk around saying that, and like, it would turn into "How's your balls?" Said, <laughs> you know, fast and loose set. <laughs> I was like one of the one of the best. I mean, not best. One of the only uh, Gandolfini stories I know from the show is when uh, in the Pine Barrens. Yeah. Uh, when he when he goes to uh, he goes to Uncle Junior's house and Bacala meets him there. Mm-hmm. Um, Bacala walks in. He's he's dressed like he's going hunting, right? <laughs> right. Yeah. But I guess on the take that they used, Bacala walked in with the big black dildo yeah. hanging from between his legs, yeah, and it's like that the, like the laugh that Gandolfini gives is. Yeah. Uh, is just a reaction to that. <laughs> I, I think I heard he kept because they did a few takes of it. I think yeah. he would, he walked in with like a, a different like sex toy or something uh, each time, just just to try and make sure like you know Gandolfini's reaction was genuine. You know? <laughs> <laughs> it was, uh, good stuff. Yeah. Um. Well, what do you think as far as the season goes? I'm gonna ask you a couple questions. Right. Let me see what. Do you, what do you think chances are season starts on time? <sighs> Man. Look, and I'm only asking this kind of stuff because we've seen it like this week with the Travelers. There's players pulling out. Big names are pulling out. Um, they're not necessarily – I think one player got it and then a couple caddies. Yeah, I saw that. I think um, got, Brooks Kepka's caddy got it, so he withdrew. Yeah. yeah. Where is yeah, the Travelers, Simpson. by the way? It's in Connecticut. Oh, is it? Oh, shit. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> Used to used used to be the GHO Greater Harbor Open. Oh, all right, yeah, that's more, TBC more my style. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
I mean, I'm, I'm just, I'm cautiously optimistic that they're going to start on time. I feel like, well, it's tough because, you know, up here, it's like, we've kind of like taken a little bit of a sigh of uh, relief. Yeah. Uh, but everywhere else, I mean, it's getting hammered right Dad, now. So yeah. uh, I'm still going to be cautiously optimistic. Hopefully they have a month to figure it out, get all mm-hmm. these guys, you know, te- I don't think they're doing spring training games, right? Maybe do like inner squad. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know how they're doing. It. I mean, there is spring training, but I don't know how they're handling it. Yeah, I would think the best way to do it would be inner squad. Yeah, um, I guess yeah, Yankees and Mets getting together or something. Oh, yeah, maybe doing, Yankees and you know, Mets. Yeah, that could that could work. Um, your neighbors, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I would say I'm cautiously optimistic. I'll say I'm going to say sixty forty. It starts on time. Oof. Okay. So, only because the rest of the country. Yeah, you know, I I try not to follow too much, but I know the rest of the country is getting hit a little bit. Um, it's bad, some yeah. of it's self inflicted. We won't get into that. Um, but no, um, I, yeah, I'm gonna. I'm, the thing is, they have a month to figure it out, so you got to get all these guys like tested now and yeah. keep testing them. They're getting to, apparently they're testing them every other day. That's that's good. They, they have there. to do that. Yeah, they got to do that. I mean, yeah. You know. And you talk just somewhere in the country real quick. Connecticut is the 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 best. Like we are decreasing at the fastest rate. Yeah, adults. That's where the fucking adults live. Right here. <laughs> That's yeah, what I've said for years, bro. North it's East. A, it's been amazing, man. It's it's. <laughs> I mean, we got we like not us specifically, but like New York got fucking crushed. Connecticut didn't have you know it was good. Uh, went pretty bad through like nursing homes and shit like that, but uh. You know, New York got hammered. Yeah, uh, everybody's just looking. I mean, it's been—it's not great in New York now, but I mean, it's a lot better than it was a month ago. And Connecticut, we're just we're crushing it. Yeah. Well, I mean, don't New, do New York. Stupid. Nobody. Yeah, yeah, right. New York. I don't mean, didn't to, have a choice. You know, you had to stay home. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't don't go to fucking Florida. Visit your boyfriend and then bring it back and then go spreading around other people's houses and shit. I mean, just can't make it up. And that's the, that's the goofy. <laughs> I don't want to get too much COVID. That's the goofy thing about no. the, the quarantine that was it Cuomo imposed the fourteen day quarantine. It's like no one's gonna yeah, follow that. Yeah, it's tough. It's it's. I think it's it's New Jersey, Connecticut, New York all want to have a fourteen day quarantine coming from hot spots. But how do you how do you enforce that? Like, I mean, the I do system. I, I mean, come on. I don't know, man. Yeah, you got people checking at the airport. I I don't know how you do that. You can't. You I don't can't. Know how it's, he's basically telling you. Um, please, if you're coming back from Florida, could you please quarantine yourself for 14 days? Yeah. Like, no one's gonna do that. I think it's more of a deterrent. Like, may, maybe people hear that and think twice before coming. Maybe people hear it and take it to heart and be like, all right, I'll give it a little bit of time. I'll t- take it easy when I get there. I, you know, I won't go to crowded places. You know, what I mean, yeah. like, just kind of is like hoping people hear it and, uh, and use that as, as like a guideline to what, to how they're gonna kind of live those next two weeks when they come from fucking. Florida, or yeah. Texas, or wherever the fuck. I do a travel ban. Yeah, why not? Not coming. Fuck them. Fuck them. We've done all this hard work, man. We've come all this way. Uh, I don't want somebody from out of state coming around fucking it up. Yeah, weren't they checking plates at one point, like a few months ago? Like uh, that's when it first started. Yeah, I remember when it first started. Yeah, for sure. I don't know what they're doing with it. Checking plates. I don't know what that meant. Like, yeah. I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> uh, all right, so. Sixty forty that it starts on time. 
Yeah, um, I get, is that optimistic? I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to be like cautiously optimistic, but also be a realist. I think 60-40 is low for starting on time. I mean, you would go, you would feel, go I, higher, like 70-30 or? Maybe. Yeah, I'm only because the wheels are in motion. I know I don't trust, I just don't trust everything that's going on and nothing is solid. All right, maybe I'm being um, too cautious. All right, well, yeah, I'm still No, 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 I don't. I, yeah, no, stick with it. That's, uh, I'm just curious to get your feeling on it. But what, what do you feel about um, what do you think they complete the season, get 60 in? Oh, man. Start to finish. It's, 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 <laughs> it's going to be dependent on the second wave, obviously. Uh, oh, yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm going to say 50-50 on that. Okay. I think it's going to be you, tough. Once it starts, I'm, gonna, I'm, not gonna, I'm gonna try not to think about that. Can't, yeah. You can't. You I mean, it's it's game be, to game. It's yeah. day to day in baseball. You just got to focus on, you know. Inning to inning. Yeah, right. Pitch to pitch. Uh, <laughs> um, I'm going to say, yeah, I'm going to say 50-50. I think it's going to be tough. Uh, uh, I, just, I just hope, yeah, I hope. Because, again, you That's got football sense. coming up. It, it's just, yeah, it's going to be. We'll see. And we think we um, get through the playoffs. <laughs> all the, get, all the get, way through I'll October, fifty-fifty again. Yeah, just keep it. Yeah, yeah. I I, I trying to keep it positive, man, because I'm excited, happy. Oh yeah, happy, it could happy, be a lot gonna... worse. You know, they they finally yeah. reached something, or they didn't technically they didn't reach a deal, right? It was basically just self-imposed by Manfred, Mandated, yeah. yeah, which I think was his plan the whole time, and the owner's plan the whole time. Yeah, uh, cold. Yeah, it's cold-blooded. And I guess, man. and I guess the reason. Uh, the way I interpreted it was the players – the reason the players um, rejected the last proposal was so that they could file a grievance. Right, right, because they said to gain something. They could, if they, if yeah. they sue them, they could, they could gain like some like a billion dollars or something. Right. Which means yeah. by 2022, when Corona is finally gone, we'll have a work stoppage, basically. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And we'll see you guys in 2023. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. Have you looked at um, any futures bets? I just I skimmed them on uh, Twitter. People I follow a bunch of gambling sites that post them. I saw that the Yankees and Dodgers were one and two, which is no surprise. Yeah. Uh, I think this would be the year to take a long shot, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, something you'd assume there'd be something quirky going on. Get a weird, te- you know, the, a lot, a lot of playoff teams. You get some weird team in there gets hot. You pick, you pick one of those teams that has good pitching, good bullpen, and uh, it's built for a sprint and not for a marathon. Yeah, um, that's yeah. That would be my advice to people. I mean, don't waste your time taking like the top five or six teams. Get nuts. Take someone who's forty, fifty to one in that range because, I mean, who the fuck knows? Sixty games, White Sox or something. Yeah, well, White Sox are actually twenty-five to one because they're supposed to be improved. Uh, yeah, no, I, I, I have it in saying. front of me right now. Like, I don't know, Angels twenty-two to one. Nope. No, not taking the Angels. Diamondbacks fifty to one. Uh, you were high in the Diamondbacks in the winter, right? Was I? I think we had talked about we, – we had some conversation about the Diamondbacks and the Padres. Oh, for and some I, reason. did I take the – did I – no, I think, some, I, we, I, was a, I think I was on the Padres. Oh, really? All right. We, yeah, we're having some great – we had some great content over the winter. <laughs> Padres, Diamondbacks. I was on the Padres. I, I don't know who knows what I said. But I, I think I was on the Padres. 
Okay, thirty right. to one because they're thirty to one right now. Because I like I like the uh, not so much the Machado signing, even though you know Machado's a good player, but I like the Hosmer signing and I like uh, Paddock. I think he's, yes, I think he's right. a guy. I don't know who's on my fantasy team, man. <laughs> I don't know. I number Trout, at, and that's it. Uh, I have to become more acquainted with them in, in the coming days. Yeah, I'm excited for that, man. Finally, yeah, it's a little some little trash talk. In. Yeah. A waiver a wire action. It's been weird, man. <laughs> you know, I haven't been really thinking about it because the season never got going, but we would be in the midst of, uh, I mean, every day, oh, man, just hitting the waiver wire and following GameCast. I mean, because I'm, I mean, I'm the computer all day, man. And like, obviously, your phone, I'm just looking at my fucking team constantly. Yeah. Tinkering, oh, yeah. Looking for the next move. That's why I get so pissed when I like make like make a trade offer because I've like literally mulled over it for like three weeks mm-hmm. and then the guy's like, nah, <laughs> oh, fuck you, man. Yeah, yeah here's yeah. here's why it's good for you. Oh man. All right, let's take a quick two seconds here, restart and uh come back, finish up with baseball and get to a couple of things before wrapping it up here on Sunday poor. All right, we're restarted back here on Sunday Poor. Welcome back. I mean, that's just like a little fucking sound that you hear, and then we're here again. So there's not really a break, no commercial or anything. So I don't know why I'm wel- I don't know what the fucking welcoming welcoming you back from, but welcome back. Uh, uh, you know, it's, we know one thing I'm not looking forward to in the 60 game season mm-hmm. is there's going to be an emphasis on managers' decision making. From start to finish, man, it's gonna. They're gonna be, they're gonna be so overhyped. Oh, the manager's gotta, you know, tinker with this. Manager has to manage the bullpen. The man, manager has to consider this. Manager has to consider this. Like it's good, you know. What do you do as a manager here? They are going to be so much a bit, so much more a part of the game. I mean, they already are. Managers think who the fuck they are, and it's gonna be even worse now because they're everybody's gonna get fucking cute with everything. You got guys like Madden who fucking love to be as cute as possible over 162. Now they got fucking 60 games. They got this run. They got all these new fucking rules to play around with. Like, oh, this is my my time to my time to shine. I'm dreading what Aaron Boone's going to do. Yeah, um, (laughs) managers are held under a microscope to begin with. I would say this year with the shortened season. I mean, it's just going to be ten. Some guys are going to just. Not thrive on it. Some guys are just gonna fucking take take the opportunity to to be the guy and run with it. Like, ah, oh, look, it's manager's time to shine. I've got to figure out how to guide the ship. Yeah, it's gonna be interesting. I, you know, I was thinking about that about how cautious they've been. You know, last five, ten years now, or whatever, however long it's been, with mm-hmm. pitch count and you know, in the bullpen, the guys can't pitch three days in a row. Does some of that go out the window with a shortened season? I or? think it's even worse, man. They, they're expanding their rosters. I think they they have like they're going to have options to kind of uh, bring people up quicker and stuff. I think um, they're, they're, it's going to be it's going to be worse, man. There's not it's not going to be better. They're not going to be like, oh yeah, let him go. Because if anything, they don't want to get a guy hurt, and they're going to be like, oh, I can't believe he got hurt in a fucking fake season. Like we were, we won. 20 games. So I, what was I fucking out there for? Now I, have, now I gotta get Tommy John surgery and I can't come back until next August. Right. Like it's gonna, it's gonna be even worse, man. Cause pe- people are gonna, it, that is another thing is the players have already been a little bit, uh, 
I don't know. I don't want to. I don't want to call them bitches because that's not <laughs> what it is. But they've been vocal about being on the field, or be you know not being on the field, but but, but about a season happening and while this whole thing is going on. So yeah. I just they're going to be vocal about anything, right? But they're going to be vocal about is the risk worth it? They're going to be vocal, vocal about all this kind of shit, even though they were a week ago saying just tell me when and where. Now's the time where they got to fucking kind of put their money where their mouth is. I don't want to hear. I don't want to hear the complaining, but I just know that's how baseball players are, and they're gonna fucking complain at some point about something. Yeah, the when and where was a little weak when they when they uh, oh, declined. Stop, I mean, yes. I know I understand why they declined the last deal, but I mean, the when and where was a little much. I mean, come on. And even like uh, Brett Anderson, pitcher for the Brewers, uh, he, he like he he put a tweet out the other day, and he was like, "What happens when we all get it?" I'm like, oh, "Okay, man, like you're not all gonna fucking get it." Like, like if, like I've been saying forever. Jeez, just, what a girl, morbid go, fuck, like, man. Like you're going back. You're, you've been in the office ever since. I'm, I'm back in the office part time now. People are going. You know, people are slowly getting back to like a normal life right here. Mm-hmm. Like you're gonna have to fucking take a little bit of a risk at some point. And you know, it's, it, it's up to you to make that make a calculated risk. Okay. Yeah. You're, you're, just because you're going, just because you travel for your work, doesn't mean you got to go to a bar or go out to dinner. Yeah. You know, at, you know, between between games, like all right, just go back to your fucking hotel. You know, order room service or or fucking pick something up. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, I, mean, like, I, w- I would think that's what it's going to be like on the road for these guys. Very like living in a bubble. I mean, yeah, I mean, that's what I'd hope they would be doing. Like, you know, it's just you travel for your job. I mean, it's it's the nature of the. Like, I know people who travel for their jobs now. They don't love doing it, but they got to do it. Yeah, um, yeah. It's, and they don't. And, and I say what they're not taking fucking chartered flights either. <laughs> no, no, no. So would it, it would suck if if the coronavirus got into a fucking dugout or through a clubhouse and spread through an entire team, especially with like trainers and managers who are all older and shit. But I mean, you know, it's do what you do what you're gonna do, thinking about that as a consequence. Like if I do something and I make the wrong decision, then I could put other people at risk. It's not just about you, man, but your teammates and about the other team that you're playing, the rest of the league. So if everybody's kind of towing the line. That same way, they sh- you know, I don't think they'll. I, if there's no guarantees, but you know, you, you do the best you can to be as safe as possible, as healthy as possible through this whole fucking thing. Yeah, I mean, yeah, like you said, eventually you just gotta take a risk, and uh, I mean, I think they, I think they understand that at this point, which I think was that was why they were kind of skeptical. That I mean, that's why they wanted the prorated contracts, and the idea of them not getting paid in full was a little ridiculous. I mean, a lot ridiculous. Uh, mm. Yeah, I mean, you work forty hours a week. You want to get paid for forty hours a week, right? Not thirty. Yeah, it's just it's just math at that point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. But yeah, I mean, you can't think like that if you're Brett. Is it Brett? There's a bunch of Andersons, and they're all lefties. I remember. Yeah, I remember a Brian Brett. Anderson back in the day for the Diamondbacks pitched against us oh, in yeah. the World Series. I don't know. Brady yeah. Anderson. Brady Anderson, another lefty. Fifty home Ju- runs in '96. Lefty and juice juicer. Oh, yeah, definitely, definitely a juicer. I'm not talking about cucumbers. <laughs> I think his that wasn't his next highest home run total, like twelve or something. Something like that. Yeah, he was. He was a. He was not a home run hitter. Except no, for one, except for one year. He uh, he hit fifth. I think it was ninety six. I get it for you right now. It was yeah, it was ninety six. His next highest was twenty one. Sorry, twenty. He hit twenty four actually in ninety nine. Wow, brought the brought the guns out. Yeah, and he's in, I think he admitted using steroids too. I think it was like you can't you can't hit fifty home runs one time in career, 
be a leadoff hitter, you know, for for the majority of your career, and not just be like, you know what, I did it. That was, <laughs> I was doing it. Yeah. That's what happened. It's hard hard to hide. Yeah, fifty. That's, yeah, that's crazy. Back, it's on the back of your fucking baseball card forever, man. Yeah, two hundred and ten in his career, fifty in one year. <laughs> oh man, a, 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 basically a quarter. Ninety six. Um. Uh. Yeah, I got nothing else on baseball. I mean, I'm look like I said, I'm looking forward to it. Hope everything works out. Oh, actually, uh, I, I do have one more thing or two more things. Did you see the unsportsman, the unsportsmanlike conduct rule? No. Which is basically you can't come within six feet of an umpire or an opposing player unless it's necessary. <laughs> basically arguing a call or, you know, going at it with a player. Like charging the mound, I would say, is out of the question. That uh, sucks. Which, I, I, yeah, but, I mean, you could just hit all the Astros you want now and they can't do <laughs> shit. That's a good point. Yeah. And uh, yep. you saw – oh, no, go ahead. No, see, I was jealous of all the pitchers uh, in the central divisions that are going to have their shots at them. Yeah, and then yeah, and then or uh, west, yeah, west division. Yeah, and in twenty twenty one, we could just go back to hitting them again, and they could charge them out. <laughs> a year and a half of uh, pegging the Astros, <laughs> and you saw the wet rag rule. Oh uh, yeah, so I didn't really look at it though. It's something on the mound. I know the Orioles use it or something. Is this, is it like is it akin to? Uh... Like a rosin bag or something? Yeah, it's going to be something they're going to keep in their back pocket, I'm assuming. It's it's basically an alternative to licking their fingers because they don't want you, you know, slobbering all over oh, the ball. Oh, okay. All right. And basically, yeah. uh, to me, it's just a new way to cheat. Yeah. What do you get? You don't have to... <laughs> Who's to say it's not fucking uh, baby oil? Yeah, I'm already, yeah I, I'm already ready for rag beat. <laughs> I got my eyes on Verlander, that fuck. I want, I want telescopes. I want fucking Secret Service coming down from the <laughs> – everyone watching that fucking guy, man. He'll be the yeah. first one. He'll be the first oh, one. There's going to be some good – yeah. You're going to – oh. Yeah, we're going to catch some cheaters this year, man. Not just with, with the with the rag, but we're going to catch somebody's. There's going to be a corked bat. Everything's going to be fucking weird. Some guy's going to come out and hit like 115 for a month. He's going to cork his bat for the last month because he's fucking <laughs> freaking out. Yeah. It's, yeah, we're going to catch some cheaters, man. Bring it yeah. on. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that was all. Just those last two rules. That was, that's all I got. <laughs> fucking Verlander. Yeah. You're, a, you're a wet rag, Verlander. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, I get that was the optimistic show. That was as optimistic as this show has been in months. Yeah, yeah a month, to... less than a month till baseball. Let's go. Cross your and fingers. And, and the optimism peaked at 50-50 chance that we get through this entire season. So that's, that's Hey, yeah. coin flip, man. <laughs> Take it. Uh, well, today marked the day. Um, and, and of unfortunately, it, it happened uh, because of this whole uh, epidemic that we're going through. Didn't happen on the man's terms. But uh, one of the great players – an NBA history, a uh, one of the great careers as far as longevity goes in NBA history. I mean, and great in stat wise too. Um, Vince Carter retired, hung it up. Uh, born, you know, came up as a Raptor. Uh, was a Net for five years, then played with a million teams from then on. Uh, adjusted his game accordingly. The guy was a high riser early on in the career there. Uh, adjusted to a role player later in the, later in life, you know, looking for maybe looking for a ring, 
but I think more so just to keep playing the game because he loved hooping. And uh, today made it official. He will not be returning whenever the NBA. I don't think he would be coming back anyway um, <laughs> for this uh, bubble bubble league that's going to happen if it happens. I don't think he'd be coming back, but he made it official. He won't be back next season. Hanging up the sneaks. A uh, New Jersey net great. And what are your thoughts on uh, half man, half amazing? <laughs> A few things about Vince. Um, number one would be uh, probably the best dunk contest of my lifetime. Yeah. In, in, the best single man performance dunk contest that maybe ever yeah and i i wasn't around i wasn't old enough uh to remember jordan i think it was 88 when it was in chicago jordan versus neek was great but yeah. i think vince i think vince alone it was just he put on such a show yeah and jordan I, versus neek was kind of like a one-on-one a little bit of like a back and forth whereas vince it was just uh blowout <laughs> it was, yeah you know yeah. it was uh yeah, it was yeah. over. I think Kenny Smith said it after the first dunk. Maybe it was the first second. <laughs> it's over. You know? Um, yeah. But I, yeah, I mean, definitely I mean, as, back... much, as, much, as much as I back Jordan and Neek in that contest, I think Vince takes them both uh, yeah, with that, I, I, with that I, performance. It, it could, yeah, it might be the best dunk contest uh, yeah. performance ever. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, his career – I remember Vince in, in college and uh, – I remember being a big, big fan of him and Antoine Jameson at Carolina yep. and uh, not yep. really knowing what to expect when they came into the league. I, I expected them to both be good. Vince ended up obviously being a little bit better than Jameson, I would say. Uh, but yeah, when he went to Toronto, a couple memorable moments. I remember them beating the Knicks in the garden uh, in the first round. It was back when it was a five, best of five. They beat the Knicks and then... I believe they it was the same year they went and they played Philly. It was the year Philly went to the finals. And I told you actually on a prior cast, I was watching that uh, game seven, Toronto versus Philly. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I think that was like that was like peak Vince at his power. That was probably like one of the best chances he had to go to a finals and maybe win a championship. Yeah. Um, and obviously he came up a little bit short. I think they lost by like a point to Philly in the uh, – I think that was the conference semis. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, uh, great play. And then obviously he goes to the Nets. Uh, he tried. He was you know kind of hoping that he would be like the guy who put him over the top, the missing piece. Yeah, yeah. He got there right out. I think it was the year. It was it a midseason trade? It's, yeah, I think I think so. Um, yeah, and oh four oh five came over for uh, after twenty games. He he got traded to the to the Nets. Okay, yeah. and that was. Um, not the year. That wasn't the year after they went to the finals. I think there was a gap year in between there. Yeah, they went to the finals this. in '02 and '03. They lost in '04. Okay, so '05 he got there. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I mean, two, two, my my memories of Vince with uh, the Nets would be uh, him always tormenting Toronto when he went back there. <laughs> that was yeah. number one, and then. Mm-hmm. He uh he has a little bit of a forgotten shot. I mean, Nets got swept in the series against the Heat, but okay. he hit a big uh, game tying shot. I think it was Game Three. It was a, we were we were an eight seed. The Heat. I think it was the year the Heat. Uh, it was probably Vince's first year when he got there. I, I'm not sure the Heat went to the finals that year and they made a run, uh, but he had a big shot to force OT, which ended up losing and getting swept. So 
those would be my two memories of Vince, him tormenting Toronto and then the shot against Miami. Another, yeah. actually, one more memory I have of him in, I think it was 2008, I went to uh, Nets-Spurs uh, in Jersey. Okay. And I was with uh, three of my buddies, one, one of which is a Nets fan. And uh, for some reason, one of my buddies knew that they did the, the Nets uh, radio guys, Chris Carino and Tim Capstro, who I believe it's still them to this day. I'm pretty sure it's, it's not, them. Yeah, I think it is. Yeah, yeah the capper. Uh, they do uh, – I don't know where they do it now, but in uh, the Meadowlands, they used to do their post-game show from inside the arena. I think my buddy didn't have yes, so he used to listen to Nets games on the radio. So that's okay. how he knew this. Right. So we go wandering around the stadium after the game. Nets got beat. Spurs were good. Yeah. You know, Duncan's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> and um, we end up, like, near the player's tunnel. Nice. And we see, we see like, a bunch of guys walking out. I, I think we may have seen Duncan. Uh, okay. we, we saw Pop. Cool. I remember definitely seeing Pop. I and mean, we were pretty close. And we were within, like, 10, 15 feet of these guys. Cool. And security wasn't saying shit. And then, uh, finally, like, Vince came walking out with, like, kind of an entourage. Mm-hmm. And, like, as soon as Vince came out, like, security all of a sudden noticed us. And they are like, you guys got to go. As soon as, we, as soon as we saw Vince, like, that was it. And uh, we ended up actually finding the post-game show. There was, like, it was like free coffee, like, food and stuff. I don't know how we got in there. And uh, I, saw, I saw Brian Hill. I met Brian Hill in there. I gave him a little what's up. Nice. He was our yeah. assistant at the time. Yeah. Uh, and, oh, and I saw L. Frank actually leaving the, his uh, press conference, too. All over the He's place, man. Very sure. L. Frank, very, very tiny guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, I mean, crazy. Twenty-two years. I mean, that's unheard of basketball. I don't even remember the last ten of them, to be honest. After you left the Nets, it was kind of a blur, you know, b- banging around from team to team. Yeah, I was going to ask you how many teams you thought you could name they played for: uh, Memphis, Atlanta, Dallas. That's about it, I think. Pretty good. After I mean, the Nets, Toronto and the Nets. Yeah. After the Nets, it was Orlando. Uh, I don't remember Orlando. Phoenix, Dallas, Memphis, Sacramento, Atlanta. Okay, so I got like three of the six, whatever. Yeah. I, I like that. He, I like that how he ended his career, man. I mean, that was, you know, he just wanted to fucking keep playing, man. And he served the purpose, come to the bench. Why, and, why else would you go to Atlanta? You're not chasing the <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he served a purpose, up to come to the bench, got a few points. Fans always love the guy. Yeah. Just keep playing, man. I mean, I always think about, uh, the end of Eight Men Out. Yeah. And they show Shoeless Joe Jackson playing in some, like, whatever fucking league game. Yeah, some independent, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and it's like, I, this, this guy's can't get out of their system, man. So it's, it was very cool. And Vince, yeah. uh, Vince was an old timer, man. I love watching him on the Nets of the, you know, he's just, he's a highlight reel, man. Whenever, uh, whenever he got on the open floor, or not even, didn't even need, we even need a clear path to the basket. He'd go over you. He would, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, great player. Great career uh, from Vince. Yeah, 22nd all-time on the uh, NBA scoring list. Yeah, play that long, man. I mean, yeah, he had some big years for you. Did he ever lead the league in scoring? Nah. Mm, I, I, would say, no. I would say no. 
No, topped out at 27-6. That's eh, probably not. No, it was his third year in the league. And yeah, top, we... top like five, probably. Yeah. Yeah, good. Uh, good yeah, that, I, that's, those were the height of his powers right there. What I said, the 2000-2001 yeah. season when they went uh, against the Sixers. If he had stayed at UNC – no, how, would it, how did it work? Because oh, Stackhouse and Sheed were there before him. Yeah, those guys and were Antoine. But there, they, there could have been an overlap, right? I don't know. Vince got to North Carolina, I would guess, in 96. Or All right, at, yeah. at the earliest. That, that could have been an overlap then because Sheed she was – I think she was drafted in 96. Was he? He was on. Yeah. Wasn't Sheet on the '93 team that won it all? So was he a freshman that year? Uh, I don't know about that. The Montrose team. Yeah, I thought Sheet was on that team too. <laughs> that's, that's embarrassing. You can't call that team the Eric Montrose team. Well, he is one of the first guys you think of. Was who else was it? Jeff McGinnis. Jeff McGinnis, I think, was on that team. Yeah. Yeah. Who the I hell mean, was on that team? Dean Smith's last, right? Yeah. Wow, the '93 target—that's a good one. Yeah, I I always associate that team with uh, Sheed, though. Whether he was—I don't think he—I'm not sure he was the best player, but I don't know. And I actually do. Montrose probably the second guy I think of. I got it up right now. It's not. I mean, those are the two. Wait, is Sheed not even on? Oh, maybe Sheed didn't get there until the next year. It is the Eric Montrose yeah. team. Who the hell are these people? It's the Eric Montrose team, man. He's the leading scorer. Jesus. What's his name as you're on there? Yeah, the guard, she, I said. She must have been, uh, he, he must have been a freshman the next year. Who's the guard I said? He's not even on this team. McGinnis. Yeah, he's not Yeah, even the here. next year, McGinnis and Sheed were freshmen. Jesus. It's Ann Stackhouse. Wow, what a fucking recruiting class. George Lynch. He made it to the league. Yeah, yeah, the class after this was uh, was ridiculous, and they didn't win. No, I mean they were only there for like a year. True, they did go to a they went to a final four at some point. I mean, they beat UConn in '98 to go go to a final four. They had they had to have another final four mixed in there. All right, well, uh, one more piece of news I think we got to touch on for calling it a night. Aunt is, uh, and this applies to me, believe it or not, but the Kentucky uh, Derby. Um, is going to allow fans in some capacity uh, come September. It only applies to me because I just the other day uh, put in my, put my name into a contest to get to go to the Kentucky Derby, and I was like, "Yeah, I'll put it in for it. I'm not going to win anyway. Nobody's going to go, <laughs> so whatever. So put it in. So today, find out they're going to they're going to sell between fifty and seventy five thousand tickets. Jeez. Which how many do they usually draw? 150,000. All right, so half. Yeah, you got to go low end. I would assume you got to go low. But no one in Kentucky, they're going to go high. Yeah. I'm going to, if I win it, I'm going to find it hard not to go. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm getting married the uh, day before. So. All right. Well, I mean, you'll be, you'll be missed. How long have you drive? Yeah, fuck it. I'm just talking about my wedding present. We'll leave, we'll leave right after the ceremony. <laughs> Absolutely, man. Yeah. <laughs> Um. Yeah, I, I, I give them credit. I I knew that that was their plan initially because there was no reason you couldn't have run the Kentucky Derby without fans. You saw what Belmont did it, no problem. 
13 hours and 14 minutes from New Haven to Churchill Downs. Oh, a piece of cake. Man. Man, yeah, it made that no problem. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the, there's no reason why um, there's no reason why they couldn't have ran it without fans on May was it May second? So yeah, I knew yeah. this was their plan all along. I, I give them credit, man. Saratoga should let fans like fans do you know half capacity, twenty five percent capacity. You know, and Kentucky yeah. right now, Kentucky right now is getting hit right down south. Obviously, yeah. I mean, you um, would hope you would hope they'd be able to figure it out a couple months. Kentucky's up. Kentucky's up seventeen percent in the last week. They're only. They're still on the. I mean, they. Let's see. Talk about optimistic. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was saying like case wise, they're up seventeen percent. But no, I mean just average yeah. of new cases. They, what eight hundred eight hundred one hundred eighty seven seven day average of new cases. Connecticut is at seventy eight. So it's not like yeah, okay. they, they they are rising, but they're not at like you know. Yeah, dire, I, dire hey, levels I, yet. I hope I hope they let fans in because, you know, I mean Belmont was fine. I, I Belmont was awesome, but it definitely will add you know add a little flavor, add a little spice to it. Getting uh, some uh, bodies in the building, it'd be amazing. I was just like the first, the first event to have a sporting event to have fans would be horse yeah. racing, Kentucky Derby. That'd be amazing. On the, on the oldest, um. Traditions in the country. I mean, have have fans back there for that would be kind of cool. NASCAR is doing no fans right now. I, I don't know. I golf no golf is do, doing no golf fans. is doing no fans. There's a few people on the course with masks, but I don't think they're fans though. Yeah, so I guess that would be uh, right now. I guess that would be the target for the next like big sporting event that would have fans at it. I well, hope that, think, hey, I hope it works out. Well, you figure. I mean, that's two two months away, right? Yeah. You figure, let's see, today, two months ago, we were in... Yeah, uh, and two months ago here, we were in pretty bad shape. Yeah, still, so, so there's no no reason that they can't be But in we shape. also probably... Well, we it, took it seriously. Yeah. yeah. Just like, we acted like it was going to be a problem, and, you know, they treated it as such when it happened. I don't yeah. know if that's going to happen down there. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. It could, it could also be a disaster. Hey, that should be their motivation, man. You want to fucking go to the Kentucky Derby, stay home for a couple months. Wear a mask. Do it for me. You fucks. Yeah. yeah. Wear a, that's it. Wear a mask. Wash your hands. Stay home. Yeah. Wear what a mask. Go to the derby. <laughs> Please. It. Yeah. That's it. Uh, yeah. That'd be. Um, Where did you yeah. enter the contest? Where? where uh, um, online? Or? Hmm. Yeah. It was online. What the fuck was it? It was. I I, sh- I, sh- I shop at uh, William Murray Golf a lot, uh, not a lot, but I'm, I love like their shit. I'm always looking around at that website, and uh, there's something, a link to something that was a contest, and I ended up getting like twenty five dollars off an order. Yeah, from William Murray. So like, yeah, I'll fucking, I'll do it. So I signed up for the contest. Oh, uh, okay. Um, yeah, I don't know what it was through. It was like a, through another site though, another party site, like a third party. I was also, I also had goods. I think uh, it was like cologne and shit. I don't know. All right. So, honeymoons in Kentucky. I'll write that down right now. <laughs> it'll, be a, it'll be a hard sell, but I got, I got two and a half months to sell it. <laughs> honeymoon, honeymoon and one of your groomsmen is coming along. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Perfect. <laughs> Rent the RV now. All right. Uh-huh. Down's great. That works for me. <laughs> um. 
Yeah, but look, if if the fans are going to Saratoga in in August, it's gonna be hard to tell Churchill Downs not to make it happen. Well, I, that's I don't. I'm, I'm that's something I'm like, I can't give you fifty fifty odds. On. I think it's worse than that. Even though yeah. I think they should let fans in, but I think they're gonna play it cautious. It's just gonna be tough because you know what with Saratoga, if people travel from all over to go there, yeah, you can't you can't have people coming. You know, staying in a hotel, you know, for a week and not having a track to go to. Like, you could, you could only go. You have like a lottery, and so you could only come on like that Wednesday. Yeah, unless they just sell tickets, you got to buy them online. And once they're out, they're out. Yeah, treat, really it, treat it like a sport. Treat it like a sporting, an you know, baseball yeah. game. I think that's the only way. Yeah, it might be the best way to do it. And then, but then you have a month to sell tickets. You start, you stay tomorrow. You have a month to sell fucking tickets. True. Yeah. Is Saratoga slated to open up on time? Yeah. Oh, yeah. July 16th. Yeah. So, no less than a month. Uh, all right. Well, we'll see. I mean, it's a good sign that they haven't made the official announcement yet, but I, I don't know. I'm not sure. Maybe they're just holding out hope, maybe, or who knows? Uh, playing, yeah. Just hope. hope what's, what's the saying? You got to hope for the best, but prepare for the worst. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> Let me see if I could get. Uh, if I could get this Johns Hopkins map to get right down to Saratoga. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how in-depth it gets. Yes. Yeah, I mean, like you, would, you would think it's not too bad up there. It's people with decent... Uh, it's yeah, like the fuck kinda, it's very suburby up there, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. There's nowhere to go. People keep uh, to themselves. Yeah, especially during the off season, they're not going anywhere. They're waiting. They're literally waiting for. Jobs that's it, man. To get it's, a, there. it's a seven-week town. That's it. It's that sucks, man. If they don't. And I wonder how the the I mean, the bars and the restaurants. That's the worst part about it. Those guys look forward to that shit all year. Yeah, that's. What I mean, they get packed for a few months and or less than you know, less than two months, and uh, then then they're back to whatever the fuck it is regular time. Right, I mean, they make all their. I would assume they make all their money for the year, those seven weeks. Sure, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Those guys didn't get hammered. Because even even if they do open up, it's not going to be. It's not going to be no, close, no, it close. No, no, it won't be. It won't be nearly. No. But if they, it's, it'll be. At least they'll make something if they open up. Yeah, I mean, it's tough to survive. The fuck is Saratoga County on this goddamn map? Are they a county, Saratoga? Yeah, that's the well. That is the name of the county. Oh. Um, they are looking great. Five hundred thirty-eight confirmed cases total, fourteen deaths. And uh, I mean, that could be that could be another reason they're doing great. They don't want any, any assholes coming in, ruining their their good work, like we were saying before. True, that is true. Uh, yeah, man. Hey, Connecticut, just let Connecticut in. Come on, it's Connecticut. <laughs> just, let, just let us in. We're doing yeah, great. We are. Come we on. led the way. We're leading the way right now. <laughs> wow, Saratoga, zero cases since previous day. Great news. Oh, yeah. They're crushing it. Crushing you guys are doing, you guys on, are doing Cuomo, it. Come on, Do the right thing. <laughs> at, least, at least open up OTBs. Yeah. Please. Fuck, man. Let's go. All right. <laughs> Jesus. Well, and 
unless you had anything else uh, for this evening's show, I think that'll wrap it up. What do you got? I think that'll be it. Follow us at Sunday Poor, Instagram, Twitter. The horse, uh, horse are going a little cold, but uh, listen, better days are ahead. Okay. Yeah. I mean, tomorrow's, I mean a, tomorrow's a new day. Tomorrow's a new day. I'm sure you got a winner in you for tomorrow, man. Oh, yeah. Tomorrow's a new day. And, Follow uh, at Sunday Poor for fucking winners tomorrow, Friday, yeah, June 20th. Post, I'll post all goddamn day if I have to. He will. He's getting a winner tomorrow, baby. All right. And remember, Tune in. Adult, remember adults live here, Northeast. Act Let's like go. It. Act like you're the fucking adults in the room. Act Let's accordingly. Go. That's it, baby. <laughs> Thanks for listening. As always, thanks for listening, everybody. We'll be back here before you know with another edition of Sunday Poor. Talk to you soon. All right. I mean, this fucking graph is impossible to read. I don't know what they expect. I got like a better chance of curing COVID myself before cracking this graph. And this is a graph with not a lot going on, <laughs> but meaning Saratoga County. Oh, okay. Jesus. That's weird. Uh, all right. Zero cases. That's all I know since yesterday. I think I'm going to check out Dockside. I'm going to try and go July 3rd. Oh, wow. That's a busy day. You, you got a reservation and everything? <laughs> I got, no, I got to. Uh, they only do them seven days ahead. So I gotta okay. wake up. I gotta wake up on Saturday <laughs> and try and oh, find man. a uh, reservation for this place. So you get, so you can get your uh, one hour. Was it hour ninety minutes? Like, what do you? Get? Oh, that was how it was at Two Roads, but I don't know. So, and I don't know how many people. I think it's five people they limit you to. So, um, all yeah, right, man. We got, got, got we're, we, we await. Well, we still have weeks to go until that that happens so we get yeah. a show but we want we need your docs at review it's been a lot a lot of talk a lot about of hype a lot of hype yeah not bad hey look new haven county two new cases since yesterday it's not bad all man. right oh i I'm got good. okay this is what i got so yeah dockside july 3rd yeah uh, <laughs> <laughs> um for post show all right i because we got next week we're gonna do the yankee show Fourth of July at the end of the week. If we do a movie show, I got one, two, three. I got seven. I got seven movies. You could probably guess a couple of them. Okay. Just that fit like the you know the Fourth of July, uh, you know mold okay. kind of In- Independence Day. Yeah, that's a layup. Yes, that's one of them. That's one choice option we have. Uh, born on the Fourth of July. No, nah, I felt like that was too depressing. That is accurate. It is it's, way too depressing. Yeah, I can't. It's <laughs> too tough to be cherry about the weekend and do two hours on that movie. Uh, what's a summer 4th of July type movie? I had to do a huh. little bit of research for these because they didn't pop into my mind right away. And a couple, uh, of, you these watch a couple of these aren't even really 4th of July <laughs> movies. Yeah, like summary movies, I'm guessing. But like, yeah. You just watched this one once and recently, but like you're not like American Graffiti. No, these are pretty. These are pretty big movies. I would say. American Graffiti is a big them. movie. Yeah, I, I guess yeah. I, it's just it's just older. Not as many people are probably. Yeah, yeah. 
I feel like American Graffiti kind of fits in the diner as a Christmas movie mold. Yeah, uh, well, American right. Graffiti is like the last day of high school, isn't it? Or the, is it the? I don't know what it is. Uh, I was like a dance and yeah, just, what's his name? Uh, leaves the next. Yeah, it's big the beginning of the summer. I don't know. Yeah, it's something like that. End of high school, beginning of summer. I don't know. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I just thinking of like a summery type movie. Uh, uh, Forrest Gump. No. Uh, okay. There is a Hanks uh-huh. movie out here. A Hanks movie. A like a Fourth of July Hanks movie. Um, not Castaway. Patriotic. Patriotic. Oh, um, Saving Private Ryan. No, that's a good guess. No. More probably more patriotic than this movie. Well, probably we missed D Day, so I'm not the shit. Yeah. Yeah, and plus I felt like um, that was kind of depressing too to do. They, yes, accurate as well. Uh, a fucking patriotic Hanks movie. Uh, big. No. Nineties, <laughs> thick nineties Hanks. Nineties Hanks is like Sleepless in Seattle. Sure. Yeah, true story. And, uh, <laughs> Daredevil. <laughs> Close. You're warmer. Uh, shit. Uh, fucking that thing you do. Um, um, fucking 90s Hanks. True story. I'm going to fucking kick myself when you tell me. Yeah, you're going to hate yourself. I am fucking stuck. I could think it's fucking goddamn Meg Ryan. What, what is it? What is it? Apollo 13. Ah, fuck. That's a good... I think it probably came out like July 4th, too. It it did. It, I looked it up. It came out June 30th. <laughs> Fuck. Um, That's a good one. Yeah. All right. I'll round, oh, out, the, I'll round out the top. Uh, How about men in, men, is Men in Black on there? No, Men in Black didn't make the cut. <laughs> all right. Yeah. Um, top Gun. Yeah. All right. Sandlot. Okay. Rocky. Okay. Rocky probably deserves like a standalone, but yeah. uh, Jaws. Oh, Jaws! Right, there's a Fourth of July weekend there. Yeah, summary, whatever. Uh, summary counts. And this one doesn't really have Fourth of July, but it's just you know, pr- proud makes you proud to be an American. Okay. Air Air Force One. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hey, have you ever seen the movie One Crazy Summer? Uh, with uh, no. Cute- Cusack and Cusack and a young Demi Moore. Oh, okay. I do like young Demi Moore. <laughs> um, yeah, not a very good movie, but I mean a classic in its own right. If that makes any sense. Yeah, Saint Elmo's Fire was on last night. Have you ever seen that? That's a young no, Demi Moore. I've not seen that. Yeah, you wouldn't like it. It's it's, it's over the top cheesy eighties. <laughs> I, I like that. Uh, you you, you like, mean, do you like Breakfast Club? That's okay. Oh my god. Breakfast Club is like a Breakfast Club is nowhere near as cheap. I mean Say Elmo's Fire is a thousand times cheesier than Breakfast Club. If you don't if you think Breakfast Club is okay, you will hate Saint Elmo's Fire. <laughs> all right, all right. Uh all right. That's it? That was the movies? That was, that was the Yeah, uh, those were the seven like ideas right. I popped I okay. came up with. Uh, we don't have to decide right now on the post show. No, pressure. yeah, I don't know. See, no, no, I put me put me right on the spot. I I think I would lean either Apollo thirteen or Jaws. 
Both are available on my, uh, what do you call it? Apollo 13 is a little bit, I love Apollo 13, but it's a little bit, uh, a little so it could be a little, de- it could be a little depressing too. Apollo 13, you know, I mean, they, they make yeah, it at the end, but they don't, you know, but they, they don't gotta, make, they got to do the right. Yeah, they got exactly. They got to do the rat, the lap around the moon. That's yep, pretty good. Got to hit their mark. Yeah, yeah. What, what's his name? Oh, his name is fucking dying, freezing, just shivering constantly. Sinise? I know Sinise, Sinise is, is on, on the ground. Uh, Kevin Bacon? Sinise is on the ground. Oh, it's Bacon, it's Bacon Hanks, and uh, who's the third guy? Bill Paxton. Bill Bill Paxton. I want to say fucking Bill Pullman. Bill Paxton, yeah. <laughs> you're in the independent. See, you're, you're in the Independence Day mode, man. Bill Pullman. <laughs> in the, yeah, in the, actually, Independence Day probably... Yeah, I, mean, I uh I actually I have that queued up in case we do it. I have it DVRing on AMC, which I could watch it on AMC. It's all right. Yeah, I don't I don't because I don't have the DVD, and then I and it's not available to watch like free on demand. But I think I got a tape in like this weekend. I have but, it on VHS if you want to borrow it. Oh, I had I have <laughs> I not here, but I have it on VHS somewhere. That was that was definitely a VHS purchase. Uh. Yeah, I might, I mean, I may even watch that at some point this week anyways, just because, why not? Uh, let's see. Biggest fourth. Oh, see, these are all. Oh, I mean, a, league of, a, a league of their own. Oh, a league of their own. Where's the, uh, where's the 4th of July tie in there? Just over the summer? like Just summer, yeah. Yeah. Uh. Let's yeah, see. I mean, Independence Day is the movie that's like the number one, at least that you think of. Yeah, I mean, it's oh, named, yeah. named after the holiday. How the fuck could you not? Yeah, there's not. A there's lot really of... not a lot of them, and like you know, you mentioned like Born on the Fourth. There's some war movies, but like, yeah, those are like oh, yeah. You try and keep it light for like the holiday movie show. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's celebration. Yeah, it's a, come on, Ari, it's a party. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I mean, there's the a little tw- bit of a war. There's a little bit of a war element in Independence Day, but you know, nobody yeah, really that nobody really that crucial dies. It's a, it's aliens, yeah. First lady, the, yeah. twenty five best, jeez, the twenty five <laughs> best patriotic Fourth of July movies to watch, according to Good Housekeeping. Right. So so far through, yeah, Air Force One number five, Zero Dark Thirty, Jaws is up there, Top Gun, Independence Day, Yankee Doodle Dandy keeps showing up on these lists. Yeah, yeah. Mister Mister Smith goes to Washington. Okay. Glory that Jim longest, Jimmy Stewart. Uh, yes, uh, Glory the Longest Day, League of Their Own shows up. Sandlot, Forrest Gump, Paul Thirteen, Private Ryan. Yeah, the Patriot. Oh, the Patriot oh. was one I had written down, but I I thought that could be a little too dark too. I love the Patriot. Oh, here's yeah, here's an underdog. I know what you did last summer. <laughs> that, yeah, that was. Uh, I think it's like Fourth of July. July. I think it's like Fourth of July parade. Yeah, the end of it. <laughs> I know what you did last summer. All right, Dark Horse. <laughs> it's Dark Horse. <laughs> wow. Good well, house, of, well, I looked at a list before too, and I got mad when I saw uh, Rocky Four in the top ten. 
and not none of the other Rockies because Rocky Four, like I get the whole, you know, USA element, a patriotic element, but mm-hmm. I mean, it took place on Christmas, man. Rocky One, the fight takes place Fourth of July. Yeah. Yep. It's a fucking name, man. Just 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 because uh uh just just because uh what's Fox's name I can't I'm Drago fucking blanking no not Lionel Richie fuck me uh, Carl Weathers <laughs> no not the sing the fucking singer James Brown showbiz yeah James Brown yeah. what's wrong with me uh yeah because James Brown shows up doesn't mean it's uh automatically a fucking Fourth of July movie. <laughs> For, I want to see the biggest Fourth of July, biggest oh like movie opening openings. weekend. Oh, because yeah, because yeah, I think when I think of Fourth of July, I don't think of Fourth of July movies. I think of opening. Yeah, like, it's got to be something in the nineties, right? Yeah, or two thousands maybe. It could have been the last ten years. Oh, biggest true. movie yeah. opening. Too fast, too furious. Something like that. Uh, let's see. Okay, ten highest grossing Fourth of July as of fucking two thousand and eight. This is, is can I get a little more updated website? What the fuck? Okay. This feels incorrect. Oh, I have something similar, holiday opening weekends, but it's not like it includes Memorial Day. Oh, it's actually all Memorial Day. Oh yeah, these aren't none of this is Oh yeah, no, I can click on I can click oh wow. Are you on Are the you same page bo- as me? Box office mojo? Yeah, how do you the fuck do you not have 4th of July? Me or oh, Memorial Day, yeah. Easter, Memorial Day, Labor Day, Presents. Presents? Okay. That's, uh... What the fuck's going on here? Jeez. All right. Well, that was a fucking dud. Fuck you, internet. We're in, we ruining the fucking post show. Yeah, I found a site that gives you like the top Fourth of July's oh, biggest go. box office hits and misses. Yeah, I got that. Back to the Future in '85. Yeah, Psycho Three. Oh, The Firm in '93. Underrated flick. Coming to America. Oh, Karate Kid. Karate Kid Three. Die Hard Two. Die this Hard is, 2 is good. Die Hard 2 is fucking... Watch Die Hard 2. Underrated. I love I love that this site has the uh, the competition for the movie when it came out. This might be like old man bias, but my God. Like, you look at this list, man. These 90s movies, they just blow these fucking movies from the last 20 years out of the fucking water, man. Yeah, the two thousands are weak. It's terrible. Yeah, look back to well, that, not for some of the eighties ones weren't great. Coming to coming to America, nineties. Coming to America, Back to the Future. That's it. And then the nineties, Die Hard, Terminator Two, League of Their Own, The Firm. Yeah, nineties is incredible. Forrest Gump, Apollo Thirteen, Independence Day, Men in Black, Armageddon. What a run! And then ninety nine, uh, Sign of Things to Come with Wild Wild West. Oh, oh Summer Sam 2016, The Legend of Tarzan. Ugh, that, was a, that was a movie? Hey, he's 20 years prior. It was Apollo 13. Now we got The Legend of Tarzan on uh, holiday weekend. 
brutal. Today, we started off optimistic. We're ending pessimistic. It was 99, man. Wild Wild West. Ugh, yeah, Wild good. Wild West, not good. Uh, I don't, I don't even the, think I ever saw it. War of the Worlds, 2005. I hated that movie. I saw it once. It's it's Cruise. Yeah, Cruise. That was, that, was, that was Cruise. Like that's when he was like kind of on a little bit of a downswing. I think. Yeah, he found it. He just he yeah he found his way. Just keep doing Mission yeah, Impossibles. Yeah, he knows what he's doing. I can't yeah. wait for the. He's going to do his movie in space. That's what I'm looking forward to. Let's do it. Yeah, I'm pumped for it. Man. I want to be a fucking PA on that movie. <laughs> All right. Well, that'll do it, man. What do you got going this weekend? Nothing. Right. It's going to rain. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, have fun with that. I can't wait. Uh, all right. Bright and early Saturday, then. Bright and early Saturday. Oh, get up. Oh, for your if, golf? No, no, for you to get your uh, reservation. Oh, yeah. Dockside. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> See Don't if, forget. See if it's worth the hype. Set the alarm now, man. We, we, need, <laughs> we need your review. All right. All right. Good shit, Andy. I'll get this up. Right. Send it out. I'll talk to you later. All right, man. All right. See you. Later. <laughs>